0: Welcome to the New Vision Podcast. New Vision, New Vision,
1: covering the whole world. Hello and welcome to this edition of the New Vision Podcast. Richard Wetaya is my name. Some few days ago, news came filtering in that the Uganda Joint Christian Council wants next year's elections in Uganda suspended. We should postpone
0: the presidential elections. What is free as, so as to allow both the COVID-19 pandemic and the electoral climate to cool down and also create a favorable political and social environment which will enhance peaceful, free and fair elections.
1: As you would expect, reaction to the council's propositions were swift and varied.
0: There's no practical reason why the voting can, cannot or should not take place. can have elections even with this corona, we can have elections. We now coming to the voting, voting is even simpler because people can come, social distancing, and they vote and go. So what is the problem?
1: As a Ugandan citizen, I support the proposition. And it's not because of COVID or police brutality concerns. No, it's because Uganda will likely turn into a tinderbox next year as the election season peaks. the signs are already manifest and i doubt anybody in this country really wants to go down that road to be honest who still really believes in ugandan politicians who really
0: the typical african politician impoverishes the people so that they may become attractive to them and in order to be attractive you must appear to have money And this is why those in the political arena in many African countries have an insatiable appetite for things. Primitive accumulation of things is the rule. Anyway
1: as a country we are at a point in time when our short-term political risk index does not make for good reading. And let me also ask Why was the green light given to an election when a pandemic was bearing down? The decision to organize the forthcoming elections was against the best judgment of those who govern this country, if you ask me. We are also at a point in time when many people's thoughts about the jumbled world of Ugandan politics have gotten more negative and uncomplimentary considering the confrontational nature of our elective politics. Subjectively, I have never been one who thinks highly of our politicians. A big number of our politicians are simply pariahs whose manipulative ways and scalduggery do not bode well with many citizens.
0: Something has to change when we are voting next year. We need to look at the people who made us hungry, to be naughty, get to They don't deserve places in the parliament. Because our biggest problem is politics. Our biggest problem in Africa is politics. Is the leaders. They are not doing right. They are not doing their job. But they want money. They, they want money. Most of them come from wherever they come from only to get money. But what are they doing for you? Making sure that taxes are high. Making sure that you find it hard to be in Uganda. Do you know why most people leave Uganda and go to outside countries to try and make it? Because they have no hope. In
1: my considered opinion, Uganda has a broken political system and the country would be safer under the stewardship of someone who is not a politician. Like for instance, the retired, amiable Archbishop Luke Orombi
0: and Paul to Timothy would say we brought nothing into the world and we take nothing out of the world and each one of you including me came from our mother's home without anything no pajamas no little vest, no dress, nothing we were born with nothing you don't have to go for any proof, it is you and me nothing all that we have was acquired here amazingly when the time comes to
1: go back home my reasons for bringing up Orombi's name will be made known in another episode of this podcast, but briefly, it has everything to do with morals. Ugandan politicians and morals are very distant from each other, and we could say the same thing about the Ugandan civil servant. Anyway, just so you know, for those who may not know, Uganda's short-term political risk index at a time when elections are on the horizon stands at 59.6% according to Marsh, the world's global leader in risk management. Of course, there is a debate now on whether elections should be held or not, but details of how Uganda fares plus statistics on other nations across the globe can be found on Marsh's report titled Political Risk Map 2020. The lower the index as manifested in Uganda's case, the higher the risk and in this context the higher the risk of election violence and social instability it means uganda will likely be a political risk hotspot next year a country's score is ranked out of a hundred the higher the index the lesser the political risk a few years ago i got so disillusioned with ugandan politics that i became a political atheist of sorts In the course of time, my cynicism grew and I stopped involving myself in political discussions of any kind with friends. Of course, I had my second thoughts after reading what Plato, the Greek philosopher, said when he stated that one of the penalties of refusing to participate in active politics is that you end up being governed by your inferiors. Mm, I had to pause a bit. I reflected a bit on uh, what Plato said, but I had already pulled down the curtains on the world of Ugandan politics and I wasn't about to rescind my decision. Many people, for the most part, are disillusioned with Ugandan and African politics because it's not for the common good.
0: What happens is that it appears that the electorate has allowed the so-called leader because many of them are misleaders to remain in their positions of power and to acquire as much as they can on the understanding that periodically their loot will be shared with them it is some kind of robin hoodism of a latter-day kind but our latter-day african robin hoods are in the business of robbing from the poor In order to give a pittance to the very poor.
1: I think we can all agree that good politics in Uganda and Africa seems to be the exception rather than the rule. The inconvenient truth without any type of hyperbole is that most Ugandan and African politicians are flaky, self-seeking characters who are blind in their cause. Many act for personal gain rather than from principle because they know they will benefit from the cryptocracy that their countries have become. Many have remarkable gifts of gab but mediocre leadership skills. Many use rhetoric and are good at lip service but when push comes to shove or when time for putting into execution what they promise comes, they go off the radar. Stephen Kazimba, the Archbishop of the Church of Uganda, recently summed it up well when he said, politicians are not worth dying for.
0: As important as elections are, politics is not our salvation. Politicians can't die for the sins of the world. So don't put your life on the line for them.
1: Thanks for listening to this edition of the New Vision Podcast. Join me next week for part two of the podcast. For now, I want to wish you happy holidays, Merry Christmas, and Happy New Year.
0: You've been listening to the New Vision Podcast. New Vision, New Vision.